Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show. And yes, I did say coming at you live from Louisville because I am attending Skills USA. And Skills USA is a national competition where both high school and college students participate in several different categories to showcase their skills. Uh, the mission statement of Skills USA is to empower its members to become world-class workers, leaders, and responsible American citizens. Skills USA improves the quality of our nation's future skilled workforce through the development of framework skills that include personal, workplace, and technical skills grounded in academics. And I am particularly here because a student from the college that I teach at has made the Skills USA competition. As a matter of fact, there were two individuals that made the competition from my school. One student was Austin Evans. Her student was Fidelis Nefor. And there are two speech instructors at Southern Community at Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College. I'm one of them, and my uh, co-worker, Will Alderman, is the other one. And Fidelis is Will's student, and Austin is my student. Well, unfortunately, Austin couldn't make it to the skills competition, but Fidelis got to come. So I got to go with him to help be his advisor while he is here. And this has been an incredible experience so far. I had no idea it was this huge. As a matter of fact, I never even heard of Skills USA until recently. And it's really, really cool. And it's bigger than what I expected. It's so big that Freedom Hall, where the Cardinals used to play, you know, the big arena that sits 19,000 people, was full last night. Full of people at the opening ceremony. And I would say... 90% of the people that were in that arena were the participants in the Skills USA competition. But the arena was full of people. And um, there's it's there's people that showcase their skills in prepared speech, which is what um, my student's doing. Uh, it's also students showcasing their skills in cosmetology, in robotics, in engineering, in carpentry, all different types of technical skills, and it's the best of the best in the country. So you are really meeting future leaders here at this competition. You're meeting so many talented individuals. And we have a treat here on Off the Cuff because Fidelis, the student that I am representing uh, at this competition is going to join us here on the podcast. Now, I did do the interview with Fidelis in the lobby hotel of where we are staying at, at the Hilton Inn Suites downtown Louisville. And uh, he, so excuse the noise, there's a little background noise going on because it is downtown and it's hard to escape noise when you're downtown in a city, even if you're in a hotel. But Fidelis decided to sit down and uh, talk with me about the speech that he is going to be presenting. Fidelis is pr uh, participating in the prepared speech category. So he's going to be representing the state of West Virginia, and he's going against other contestants from different states. Each state has a different participant. So a total of 50 participants, 
Fidelis is representing West Virginia, and he'll be going against 49 other participants from different states. If Fidelis wins the competition, he goes on to compete in the world competition, and I don't know where that's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be out of the country or if it's going to be in the United States. I would say it's going to be in the United States because it is Skills USA. Uh, So I uh, would like to go ahead and let you listen to the interview I did with Fidelis. This interview, Fidelis is going to be talking about the speech that he is going to be presenting in the competition. He is focusing on education, and he truly believes that education is what everybody needs to be successful. So he's going to tell us a little bit about his speech and tell us why he believes that philosophy. Fidelis is from originally Nigeria, so you will get to hear someone from a different culture that you normally don't hear on the show bring his viewpoints of what he thinks the world needs in order to be successful, and that's education. And what I found very interesting about Fidelis is that within a four-year time frame, Fidelis had traveled to over 16 different countries. 16! That is so impressive to me because some people don't even make it out of their county, their state, the country. And Fidelis has traveled almost all over the world, 16 different countries. Now, I know there's several other different countries, but 16, that's a pretty good start. So Fidelis can really give us a good viewpoint of what it's like in other countries. And he's really defending his argument that education is what the world needs in order to be successful. People need education. So he's going to come on, talk about his philosophy, talk about his speech. We're going to talk a little bit about who he is and what he wants to do with his life going forward. I'm joined by Fidelis Wamfor, and I hope I said that right. I hope I pronounced that correct. Did I pronounce that correct, Fidelis? You're right. Fidelis is a state winner Mm -hmm. of a prepared speech, and basically, Fidelis won the state of West Virginia. So he is considered, out of his age group, to be the best speaker in the state of West Virginia. So he got the opportunity to come to Louisville to compete in a national competition for prepared speech. And Fidelis actually has his first speech judging contest today. He's got to present today. So I was able to grab him right before his competition and have a few words with him. Fidelis, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem at all, sir. I, are you a fan of Off the Cuff? Do you ever listen to Off the Cuff? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> you just heard about it, didn't you? <laughs> well, maybe now that you know about it, you can listen. Yeah, sure. So tell us, Fidelis, tell us, Fidelis, tell us, Fidelis, that could be the name of your show. One yeah, day. That, one day. First of all, my name is Fidelis Mwafo, and um, you know, I'm really excited to be part of uh, uh, Skis USA and uh, you know being privileged to, to, to compete here in Lobo. I win I win the state champ so now I'm here in, so to compete in Lobo so I'm really uh, super excited. So um, you know I wanna go into motivational speaker uh, you know when I grew after my college or you know after the things that I want to do, so I, I really love to go into into motivational speaking so I can be able to to reach out to as many people as I can. That's as I can. awesome. So tell me about how 
you got involved in Skills USA? Were you approached by an instructor? Yeah, um, I'm a student in uh, Athens, so Sudan, West Virginia. So um, I, it happens that I, in my class, in my speech class, uh, my professor, prof- Professor Wee Oldman, so I, I made two A in that class that uh, that semester. So he really likes me, and he 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 gave he called me one day, and he told me there's an opportunity for me, you know, to, for a competition, for a speech competition, and and I was really really happy when he called me for that. So here I am today, you know, trying to compete uh, at Louisville. At Nationals, okay. So when you entered the state competition, Skills USA in West Virginia, how many people did you compete against? I, I competed against uh, 12 people. 12 people, and you got first place? Yes. And what did you do your speech on? I did my speech on a career uh, career mission, career, career job and mission attached with your career. How long was your speech? It was seven minutes. Did you go the full seven? I five minutes. Oh, you five minutes. In five minutes, you became a state champion. Yes. So now you're going into this national competition. How many are you competing against nationally? Ooh, I'm com- I think I'm competing against fifteen people to thirteen. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous, but you know. I, because I know what I can do, and you know, I feel like this, you know, this is what I love to do. So, and I'm really full confidence with it. So, I, I just can't wait to, to to show them what I can do. If you win this national competition, where do you go next? Uh, it seems to me like we we will be going to D.C., Washington D.C. to compete in a to world competition, the world competition. And you're competing against people uh, from China, from a different from countries, Japan, right. from Cambodia, mm-hmm. from France. Yes. I mean, all kinds of different countries. Yeah. And when you speak and you deliver your speeches, do you credit anyone? Uh, for your speaking ability, do you have anyone that you want to shout out uh, that's helped you along this journey to get to where you are? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. First of all, I, I would love to uh, recommend uh, my uncle. First of all, uh, uh, I call him uncle Rob Kenzo. I mean, he helped me a lot. I, learned, I mean, this is uh, this this is somebody that I, I I don't think I would ever forget in my entire life because it, I think. That such person is the kind of person that the world need more. If you know what I'm saying, you know, to, to be able to to grow in a better shape that we want the world to be. So also, um, I want to, you know, shout out to my uh, uh, professor Way Oldman uh, and also uh, Adam Van that accompanied me to to Louisville. So, yeah, you know, it's been you know, awesome. So yeah. uh, the story here, as I told you at the beginning of the show, is Fidelis is a student at the college that I work at. He was never my student, and he was uh, the other speech instructor student, but I was able to have the opportunity to accompany Fidelis to his national competition in Louisville. So I've been coaching him, trying to get his intro sharp and ready, his conclusion sharp and ready, and I'm telling you, I think you have an awesome shot. And like you've been saying this whole time, you are going to win this national yes, competition. Yes, I do believe. So since I have you here on the show, Fidelis, I'm more interested in knowing a little bit more about who you are and where you come from. Tell me a little bit about 
Fidelis. I read um, a, I read something very interesting about you. Okay. You lost your father. Okay, yeah, like I said, at uh, nine years old. Okay, so like I said, uh, my name is Fidelis Wonfort. So, you know, I've been to a lot of places. I lost my, you know, I, at age of nine years, I, I lost my father. I was then taken by the an ambassador of the Philippines so he could raise me within a four years time of frame. I had been to over 16 countries. I was privileged to experience several different cultures worldwide made the most uh, fascinating discovering that that discovering was that no matter where you are in this world, education is the only way to a better future. Absolutely. And I have really, really, really had a lot of people you know, social media, in person, saying that going to college or going to co- uh, to school is a wasting of time. And I'm really here to challenge those people and to tell you that you are wrong. If you are one of those people that is really saying that going to college or going to high uh, to, to school is a wasting of time, I'm really going to tell you that you are wrong because school is really important to everyone's life. You know, and just to piggyback on what you said... I couldn't agree more. I think education is probably the most important thing that a person can do. And it's not necessarily the degree that you get at the end of school. It's not really the degree. It's the experience that one has. Because think about this. There is no other time in your life where you will be around thousands of other kids your own age right at the same time during a two- or three- or four-year time frame. I I, I guess the reason why some people... uh, get it wrong when it comes to education is because they they have the they have it in mind their mindset is I'm going to school to get a degree so I could be able to make this such amount of money you know what I'm saying yeah so the, if you are going to school your mindset shouldn't be you know the degree to make such amount of money or such amount of money your your mindset should be okay i want to be able to acquire more knowledge to be able to live because we need knowledge and wisdom to be able to live in this world if you what i'm saying some people have a lot of money but they could not they don't have rest of mind they don't even know how to control their money controls them and things like that but you have the knowledge and wisdom money is not you can you can be able to acquire anything that you want in this out achieve anything you want in this world so therefore knowledge and wisdom is more important than money than how, what think what we think that we can use our college degree to do, and knowledge and wisdoms and all those things that we need to be able to live in this life. If we don't have education, if we are not educated, we cannot be able to achieve those things. And that's why I'm telling you, and as individual, or community, or a state, or country, every country or a state needs educated people. To be able to grow the community or to be able to grow as individual or as a country. And that's what you're going to be speaking about today at the and national exactly competition. that's exactly what I'll be talking to today, I mean, talking about in my competition today. Backing up to what you said, you said at age nine you lost your dad. And within a four-year time frame, you had been to over 16 different countries. What's the biggest – Well, so you're saying that the biggest thing that you have taken out of that is that education is the key to a better Future. So, are you seeing a lot of people in these different countries that come from impoverished towns? And do you think that's due to a lack of education? Yeah, there is over every year there is over one million high school dropouts around the world. 
if what I'm saying. So, and if you really look at it, the, the, the TVs and, and news and see what is going on around the world, the streets, people, you know, uh, having the homeless people, people getting harmed in the street, getting killed, but, you know, without knowing where they come from, you know, things like that. So you can see that majority of those people that has been killed on the street, majority of those that has been sleeping, having a homeless, you know, having harm and, you know, fighting in the streets or things, majority of them are high school dropout if you really check it if you what i'm saying and that was why i said this high school dropout you know the, the crashes of high school dropouts has to be addressed yes so people can because every kid around the world has the privilege has a chance to live a better life and we cannot be able to do or have them live a better life without education you live in west virginia in west virginia i don't know if you know this out of all 50 states in the union West Virginia is one of the most, if not the most, poverest states in the whole entire union. Do you think that is because of the lack of education in the state? Yes. Let me tell you a story about that. You know, I, I came into, you know, when I got to West Virginia, I saw a lot of things going on. You know, I went to high school in West Virginia, so a lot of my classmates, my friends, today after high school some of them drop out of the high school some of them just want went to college in one year they came back home you know they can give you a complaint that they're missing home and things like that some of them go walk in coal miners some of them go walk in mcdonald's and windies and things like that and when i you know i approach them and ask them why do you drop out of high school you know some of them will come up with a different stories they'll be like college is not just for me you know i, I don't i just don't find it fun and things like that i think those people do just lack understanding if what I'm saying so West Virginia they have issue of education they have issue of educated people to be able to grow the states mm -hmm. I can see this state is one of the poorest states in the US mm -hmm. but the people that is in need like the youth are the future of the state one of the reasons that I decided to educate people in the state of West Virginia is because I knew there was a need in that state I knew there was a need for that state to have more educated people. So it kind of backs up everything you just said. A better future comes from a better education. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the degree, but the life lessons, the culture that you learn while getting that degree will shape you in becoming a better person in, in the future. Yes. Uh, with that being said, you know, People drop out of school to go work in coal miners. Like according to what I had when I come into West Virginia, they told me that coal miners was you know the main business that people was doing. There is no much business in West Virginia. There is nothing like you know. There's no business experiences people that is in West Virginia. Everybody want to work in coal. Everybody want to do you know do like farming things over there. They need more educated people. They need to look into education. If what I'm saying, people dropping out of high school, going to work in coal miners and do other stuff like business, that ain't gonna help. And, and and that is causing a lot of poverty in West Virginia. And that is and the, the people are the population of the people are growing in West Virginia right now, but there's no much job opportunities for those people to be able to work because they are dropping out of high schools. They, are, they don't have the money so they want to go to college. Even some of them just drop out of high school, like they didn't even finish their high school. So what do you have to say about 
these people who do have college educations, these people who do have college degrees, who have went to school for four years, maybe even some that went and got their master's degree, that are working at Wendy's and McDonald's because they can't find a job. Some people would say, Fidelis, I, I, dis- I, some people would say, Fidelis, I disagree with you completely that education is the key to a brighter future because I'm, I have all the education in the world. I have more degrees than, the, than a thermometer, and I still can't find a job. What do you have to say to those people? Okay, what I have to say to those people is that I can say that they are lazy. Lazy? Yes. I would say that is what they call laziness. You don't blame it on the economy? I don't blame If you go to school, if you attend your college, college and I had your college degree, Without maybe without your parents' help or anyone's help, you work so hard for it. I promise you, when you get out of college, you will work so hard to get a job. Yeah. Because if you are hungry, you go get it. Yeah. That that is a job opportunity out there. Yeah. All you just need to do is to go out and apply. If you apply for a job once or twice or third or fifth, you know, and if you didn't get it, keep on trying. Yeah. Keep on trying. Don't give up. Some people accepted the job of Wendy's and give up to their dream, give up their dream just because they could not get to their dream job when they needed it. If you are working in Wendy's and you have a college degree, all you need to do is keep on, you know, punching your uh, your, your resume to to the dream job that you want. While you're working in Wendy's, yeah. there is nothing good comes easy in this life. All you gotta do is just keep keep throwing your resume out there. If what I'm saying, I see what you're saying because you can't just sit and mm-hmm. wait for it to fall in your Perform- lap. No you have to put in effort. You have to put in the effort. Yeah. You can't just um, say, okay, I'm going to be a millionaire and then go make a sandwich and sit down it's, and watch television it, all no, day. No, it's not going to happen. I, I don't care how hard work you are. I don't care what you have in your hand. You, think you have a degree. You have. I don't care who you think you are. If you do not make an effort, it's not going to happen. You have to make an effort to be able to get what you want and the effort is you waking up in the morning and have the mindset that I'm going to do this and that should be what your mind or your eyes should be on go and get it and if you didn't get it that doesn't mean tomorrow is a better day if what I'm saying just keep trying and one day it's gonna click yeah it's a numbers game if you apply to a hundred different jobs you're going to have more opportunity than the person who applied to 20 jobs. Right. If you apply to 500 jobs, you're going to have more opportunity and it's than the person who only applied to 50 jobs. Right. It's all a numbers game. The more you apply, the better shot you have of getting that interview, getting that job. It's like it's it's you know, it's gambling. Like, like, the like more lottery tickets you buy, the more chance you have to win to the lottery. Win, yeah. Like like I said, you know, going to having a college degree or going to school we help a state to stand or make every state or community dream come true. If you know what I'm saying right now, the no matter the people that have college degree that do not have job is not the problem. Is the number of the, the problem is if you are going to college and you have this is the reason why I'm going to college, you're making the right career choice. You have to first of all you have to make a right career choice. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you want to be a politician, you you have to know that this is what I find passion doing. And you have to go into it with the full passion that I'm gonna get it. And the, and when you do get it, you have to pursue the, the, your, your dream how to become a politician, how to become a better politician. If you know what I'm saying? If we have 
if we have if we can be able to to, to have uh, uh, 85 percent of people that attend that have college degree in west virginia or even 75 percent of people that have degree in west virginia i promise you you know 20 percent of them will get a job and be able to it's a lot of times it's not all about the college degree it's all about those people that have the opportunity of getting their dream job what are you doing to help the young ones those that that is coming up that actually have a college degree someone like yourself who is so passionate about education have you ever considered being an educator yourself going in and being a teacher or a professor I, I never really considered that because I, be, I, I believe in whatever you are doing, whatever you engage yourself in, it's all about who are you helping. Okay. Who are you? The teachers, I believe that teachers are in, more, are in a better position to help the youth, to, to help the, the, the children to grow and become a better person in this life. Likewise, every one out there it doesn't matter what your job are it doesn't matter what you're doing if you are a driver if you are a teacher or a doctor you are a lawyer you have an impact or you have any role to play in every children's life to be able to give them a better opportunity in life if you what i'm saying right now so i have never really considered myself going into education but i consider i consider myself at times going into being or be, becoming a motivational speaker of having my own company or have my own business if you what I'm saying, so I can have the chance to pay people, I can have the chance to employ as many people as I can. And you also mentioned that you were interested in possibly being a motivated speaker. So the power of communication and the power of words can really influence somebody and can yes. really affect someone's life. Yeah. So regardless, you're going into a field that's going to benefit people. Mm-hmm. I that, that, that. I, I, that is what it is. If I can be able to talk someone into sticking in school, not dropping out of school, if I can be able to motivate you to be able to wake up in the morning and pursue your dream and have a full energy to do what you, you find passionate doing, I think I have done my job. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And that is what everyone should be looking at. It doesn't matter if you have one leg or two legs or you are crippled or whatever. All it takes is make an effort in someone's life. That is what it is. In this world, we need to carry every single one along. If you get there before me, please look back and remember where you come from. And carry someone up, if you know what I'm saying. Because if you do not do that, then what, what is the purpose of God putting you first? Right. God put you first because he, he knew that you can be able to carry someone up. If you know what I'm saying, someone is on the floor. You need to raise the person. God cannot come from heaven and raise somebody that's on the floor. If you know what I'm saying, that is weak, that has no power, that has no connection. There's no way God can step down and do that. But God will send you to do it. You know why? He puts you first because you know you have the Z to be able to carry this person up or carry people along with you. I do admire your passion for education, Fidelis, and uh, we're about to wrap up the interview, but I do, before we go, I want to ask you, the biggest difference from your country of Nigeria to the culture of West Virginia in the United States of America, what's the biggest difference that you could tell me and tell the audience that you have noticed between, well, really not even the country of Nigeria, all of these different countries that you've been to? What's the biggest difference from all of those countries to where you're at here in the U.S., in West Virginia? Uh, that is easy. That is easy. 
I, I can I can easily tell you mana. Money? Mana. Mana is the manners? Yeah, the manners is like personalities. Respect. If you know what I'm saying. So in West Virginia, not only just West in the United States, uh-huh. there is a lot of disrespect for people. You know, kids can approach you in a bad manner. I'm not saying every kid, but I'm saying some of the kids. Some of the most of the kids that I've, I've came across, they can they can speak to you, you know, with disrespect for them. And that is not acceptable. Yeah. You have to approach people in a good manner. So you say parenting is probably the biggest difference that you see from all of these other countries to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, if, if... And that cannot change without a good education, without you listening to your teachers. I mean, I went to high school in West Virginia. I saw... A lot of kids disrespecting their teachers, walking away from their from their teachers, even walking away from their parents. In Africa, you cannot do that. In so many countries, you can't. If you want, to, if you are a student, you are meant to respect your teacher. If you know what I'm saying right now, you can't walk away from from his presence. He can't speak when he's talking. You can't retaliate. You cannot throw words after him. If you know what I'm saying, because you are there to learn. Every teacher are leaders, and they are leading every student. And every student needs to pay attention. And every teacher needs to do what they know that is right and do their job. If you know what I'm saying, you are not there to like a student. You are not there to compensate anyone. You are there to do your job, to give those kids quality education that you know you can, or to give your time to give the best of your ability. To, to, to give them a better opportunity. Words of wisdom from Fidelis. Well, Fidelis, I want to thank you for being on Off the Cuff. I think my audience will really benefit from the message that you had to say. Thank you, sir. Good luck thank you so in your much. competition today, Skills USA, competing for a national title of prepared speaking, and you're speaking yes, on sir. education. Thank you for being on the show, Fidelis. Thank you, sir. Good I really luck. appreciate it, uh, Mr. And Adam. When you win, when you win the national competition, I want you back on the show yeah. before you compete for the world title, okay? Thank you so much. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I want to thank Fidelis for being on the show. Good luck to Fidelis in the Skills USA competition. From Louisville, Kentucky, Skills USA, I'm Adam Banks. This has been Off the Cuff. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the next episode.